Now, most people don't know this, but we've actually been married going on 16 years. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do know that. I don't know. I don't know how much we've shared that. But a lot of times, uh, yeah, so when you're married that long, it's harder to keep the pursuit alive, (laughs) especially with young kids, right? We waited a long time to have kids. And so dating is an important part. Yeah, I think it's an important part before you have kids, especially when you have kids. Right. It's one of these things. It's important throughout the life of your relationship because dating is really just a means to kind of activate and deepen your friendship, Mm -hmm. which is it's how it's intimacy, right? Mm -hmm. A friendship is uh, relational intimacy with someone else. So today we're going to talk about unforgettable dates after I do. What, what does that mean? How do you go about having an unfor- unforgettable date? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a really fun conversation. We've also got some fun date ideas for you. So thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. I don't think we talk about dating your spouse enough, um, because we all hear the term, but I think... In one of my my small groups of of ladies, uh, one friend was sharing a a couple of years ago, actually, you know, her and her her spouse were having a hard time connecting and, um, you know, they decided to jump into some counseling for a bit. And one of the biggest things that the counselor said was having a weekly date night, Mm, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be at night, but having a weekly touch point of kind of getting out of your rhythm, getting into something new or just getting, you know, away from the kids and your normal Right. And having that space and time to just connect. And it's been revolutionary. And I think that's where we got it from. Yeah. Uh, was to why the important, why it's important to connect once a week, at least, you know, as a couple. All day, I think it needs to be said, though, that all dates are not created equal in the yes. sense that if you just say, okay, here's our date, we're just going to go watch a movie every, you know, or we're just, right. just going to sit. Like I've seen a lot of, and it's really tragic, but if you ever go to a restaurant and you see, other yeah. older couples, sometimes the most tragic thing is they just sit there and don't say anything and they're on their phones or they're yeah. just staring at their plates. Not just older couples, even though younger couples, maybe the older ones are just enjoying the silence because I can definitely attest to <laughs> I'm that. I'm talking like they're like in their fifties and sixties. Okay. So not, not super old. And it's like, you haven't said all that needs to be said even right. at that point. Right. You need to. And so and I think the unforgettable aspect of dating is what matters. Yeah. Meaning that you're doing something that costs you something, not just money, but it costs you time, effort, time, energy, creativity. Sure. And that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. And we'll definitely get into that. But first, we have some housekeeping. <laughs> you guys know this we is just, coming every yep, week. <laughs> we just want to thank all of our listeners and people who have rated the podcast and left reviews. Thank you so much. Those always mean a lot to us, and they're mm. very encouraging. Um, about 99.9% of the time. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, if you haven't, you know, left a rating or review, we would so appreciate it. It goes a long ways here in the podcasting mm-hmm. world. Um, and if you would like to support this podcast, you can do so via Patreon. It's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Fierce Marriage. And that is just a way for you to partner uh, with us. Uh, as creatives, and you can partner Mm. with us directly and and just being on mission with us, which our mission is to... You say it. (laughs) Point couples to Christ. Point couples to Christ and 
commissioned marriages for the gospel. I always remember the second part. For some reason, the first part is like escaping me every time. Way to time. put me on the spot. I reversed it. <laughs> every time. The second part, I know. For some reason, it's the first part. I don't know. So Just... if, you've, if you've listened to our podcast, you'll realize there aren't hardly any ads um, and that we're not working with anybody else to figure out how to finance this thing. We're working with you, our listeners. Mm-hmm. And that's what Patreon's all about. And there are benefits for doing that. In fact, we're giving away free books for the next 50 people that sign up. Oh. We've had a number of people sign up in the last three weeks. It's been so encouraging. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, so just go sign up $5 or more a month. That's all it takes. And it helps us a ton and mm-hmm. you get to be part of it. It's more about the people and not about the amounts, to yes. be honest. Yes, yes. And- go ahead. If you hear anything on this podcast uh, that prompts a question, please ask. We are going to actually answer a question today from one of our listeners. It's a pretty good question. Um, It has to do with some dating uh, Mm -hmm. before marriage, so kind of in the dating theme. But anyways, you can ask those questions by calling or texting in, leaving a voicemail, Mm. 971-333-1120. And we will be happy to be checking in on those and probably bring them up either in a podcast or a Q&A session. Um, yeah, we love hearing questions from y'all. Or you can leave, uh, you can fill out the form on our website. It's fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. You'll find the number there as well for how to call or text. Awesome. Okay. So today's discussion, we're talking about dating, right? Unforgettable dating. Dating in marriage. In, so within yep. marriage, yep. right? So not. So after you say I do. So yeah, there's dating in the sense that you are creating these unique moments in time when you are just supposed to connect with your connect with each other mm-hmm. over food or over a unique experience or, you know, sharing some part of, you know, yourself that's not commonly available, right, right to you in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so as, as usual, we want to, we want to root this in scripture, mm-hmm. you know, if believe it or not, I think this idea of pursuit, mm. I mean, this pursuit in a romantic context, right? Our, our whole, this whole ministry, Fierce Marriage, this whole podcast is based on Loving each other as Christ first loved us. So it's well established that Christ has pursued us. But there's mm. actually a romantic pursuit happening in Scripture. And if you're... I'm not guessing, with Jesus. In, not, not, no, Jesus, Jesus was sense. single. <laughs> yes. I just want to be clear. There Thank was, you for clarifying that. There's a transition there that I was like, You huh, never well, know. You know. You never know what people are going to think. Yeah. We don't want to leave any, any gates open there. We don't want any angry emails. Goodness. <laughs> I can only take so many angry emails, people. <laughs> How about nice emails, all right? <laughs> nice, encouraging emails. <laughs> the angry people are the ones so, that are the most vocal. So the romantic aspect <laughs> is between... It's a, it's a man and a woman, a, a husband and a, and a woman, wife. yes. And it's a beautiful thing. And if, you, if you're not aware, it's in the book Song of Solomon. No surprise there. Or it's some, in some versions, it's called Song of Songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just amazing. I mean, if you read the whole thing, and I, people tend to um, kind of over-embellish, I think, what it's about, but it... It is a, an, in a very romantic book. You could even say it's erotic in some ways. Now, that's usually a term that uh, has a bad connotation. Selena gave me a weird look when I said they that. They gave a weird look. The eyebrows went up. Eroticism. Mm-mm. <laughs> She's just like gross. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a very it's a very um, compelling love story, mm-hmm. a back and forth. In fact, Matt and Lauren Chandler wrote a book uh, that's all about what, what's the that mingling book called? of the, souls. Yeah. Yeah, the mingling of souls, and mm-hmm. it's, it's basically a study of the book of Song of Solomon, mm. um, and that's a pre-marriage book, I think, and it does have application while you're married. But anyway, we're going to read some passages out of that. I'm going to start with a really short one, but I love it. It's uh, Song of Solomon 1, <laughs> verses 4. Do you love it, or I do love you it. love it? <laughs> do you love it, or do you love it? Sidebar. Sorry, I'm Ever been to Cold Stone Creamery? <laughs> 
the like it, the love it, or gotta have it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take the one in the middle, please. Yeah, medium. <laughs> a medium size. I'm not going to say your weird size <laughs> names. All right. Same with Starbucks. Anyway. I used to work there. It's second language to me. <laughs> okay. I love this verse. And I do mean love. <laughs> okay. Maybe I don't mean love, but really enjoy this verse. It's uh, uh, chapter one, verse four of Song of Solomon. It says, draw me after you. Let us run. Now that's, that's under a heading of the bride confesses her love. And so that's a bride talking to her husband. And I love that she is basically saying, if you think about that, how that is worded, mm. draw me. She's asking, she's like not asking him. She's compelling him mm. saying, draw me after you and then let us run. Let us run together. Let that pursuit begin. I'm giving you permission to make me want to chase you. <laughs> right? It's like That's a daring. Awesome. Like, it's like, yeah. who's going to go first? Like, it's this really dynamic sort of mm-hmm. back and forth between this husband and his bride. And she wants to be chased. He is enthusiastically chasing her. And I get like the sense. Like a gazelle. <laughs> well, you're going to read that part. <laughs> the next. He left the gazelle. Selena's going to read chapter two verses, verses what? Three through Three seven. through seven. Use your best lover voice. Um, nope. That's for, that's for <laughs> not here. <laughs> hey, sweetie. <laughs> um, as an apple tree among the trees of the forest, so is my beloved among the young men. With great delight, I sat in his shadow and his fruit was sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me was love. Sustain me with raisins. Refresh me with apples for I am sick with love. His left hand is under my head and his right hand embraces me. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the does of the field, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Mm. It's 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 hard not to get kind of caught up in the language of it, right? Because it's very poetic. It's poetic, and it's not something we're used to in mm-hmm. our culture, right? To like compare your lover to the gazelles, like 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 frolicking down the hillsides, right? Mm-hmm. What does it say? It says... Kind of an animated Your hair is language. like a flock of goats leaping down the slopes of Gilead. <laughs> right? Oh, that's in chapter four. Never mind. <laughs> you can read the wrong scripture. I'm just... Oh, I'm so flustered. Are you sick, are you sick <laughs> with love? I'm sick with love right now. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah, so it, th- there's all kinds of crazy language in this. It's not crazy. Well, it's... You got to articulate. You're right. Thank you. That's not the word I meant to use. Yeah. It's just unusual language yes. that we are not used to. Yes. But what we see happening is this 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 pursuit of mm-hmm. each other and this this idea of being i love that she says i sat um sustain me with raisins uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh love us sustain ryan's, me with the raisins 14 year old ryan's coming out i think yeah, he's all true. giggly as an apple tree among the trees of the forest so is my beloved among young men with great delight i sat in his shadow and his fruit was sweet to my taste so there's a lot going on there okay and i'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty it's it's pretty um the 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 imagery is vivid. I'll say that. There you go. But the idea of sitting in, in someone's shadow, right? Of being mm-hmm. in the same presence together mm-hmm. and like drinking deep of love. That's why at the end of that, she says, I adjure you, daughters of, of Jerusalem, do mm-hmm. not awaken love until it's time. Mm. And so some of that has to do with like before you're married, right? Awakening love before marriage. That's why we always advise, this is a sidebar. We advise young couples to be very, very careful as they mm-hmm. go down the this passion, the route of passion mm-hmm. and arousal is that it is, it's like, it's like a it's dam like bursting forth. Train, hard to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's why he's saying, I caution you. She's mm-hmm. saying, I caution you do not awaken it. So there's a lot happening and, and dating is what we want to talk to. So let's go back to dating. We're not just talking about, we're talking about pursuit and we're talking about, um, friendship, friendship and, and how yeah. all of those 
um, pour into having a deeper intimacy with each other. Right, right. And, so, and not just sexually, but just emotionally having that connection because I think marriage can be very empty and dry without having, mm. you know, true relationship with each other. And that requires mm. intentionality. It, it requires, you know, a couple more things that we're going to talk about. Yeah. I don't want to give the whole thing away right now. Yeah. So we've kind of distilled it down. This isn't an all encompassing list, right? But we have three aspects of what we would call unforgettable, unforgettable dates after I do. So three aspects of unforgettable dates after I do. And the first one, and again, you got to kind of hear these with a fresh, fresh heart, fresh mind, because a lot of this is very intuitive and we're here just to encourage you and kind of make you think about it, these things in a different way. But the first one is intentional connection, Mm. right? So Selena coined this phrase, (laughs) disconnecting to connect. Yes. Yes. So disconnect, what does that mean? So basically, you know, kind of leaving the screens at home or leaving them in your purse or out of sight, not on the table. Um, I Mm. think it's important that we're not, you know, if it's, if it's kind of a monumental time, right? Like say you're going skydiving as a date or something and you want to take a picture (laughs) like, okay, get the phone out, take a picture or whatever. But I don't honestly think our phones need to be out when we're on a date with our spouse. There's no reason for it. And the reason we, I mean, I, no one listening to this is going to say, like, I have to have my phone with me because... No, but we... we but we have it by default. Yes. No one's going to fight and say they want their phone. It's just going to be there by default. Yes. And if we look back on every remarkable experience that you and I have had together, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where we went, what we did, uh, even remembering the activity, what's, mm-hmm. what is the same is that we were together and we connected. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. We, you and I connected soul to soul, heart mm-hmm. to heart. And we could have been doing, we could have been rowing down a romantic, you know, lily, lily covered <laughs> pond, or we could have been just sitting watching the office and laughing, mm-hmm. laughing our faces off. Right. Well, and I think that's, you know, distraction is the biggest, one of the biggest enemies of, of our day and time. And mm-hmm. I just think about how many connection points we miss with our spouse because we're on our phones or because we're not making any effort to connect. We're not being intentional. Yeah, we could go to dinner and a movie and be like, that was fun. I'm glad we spent time together. But mm. so empty, right? It's it not engaging. It feels like a waste of time it in feels, a sense. It's yes. fun, but it doesn't feel like, it but doesn't feel remarkable. I guess I want to challenge yeah. couples to, to say there's so much more to be had than just walking through those activities. Like right. there's so much more to glean when we are able to kind of disconnect when from even just the normal world disconnect from our phones and social media and all the things that are happening around us and just shut those off and just focus on our spouse, Mm. focus on our relationship, talk, have jokes, (laughs) you know, have meaningful conversations and hold, hold hands, you know, sit next to each other. It's, it's okay. You're married. You've already, (laughs) you've already, you know, done the deed and signed the paper. So it's like, (laughs) you get to be affectionate with each other. And I don't think that happens enough in our marriage. Yeah, what I love about connection is that it's it's an equalizer in the sense that it doesn't matter how much money you have, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter even in a, in a lot of senses where you where you are, where you live, the culture you're, you're in. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to connect with another person, mm-hmm. and you can do that if we just put our minds to it, put our hearts to it, and, and give it the, the time it needs mm-hmm. to unfold. Right, and so. Uh, Meaningful conversations. At, so how does this actually look? I would say laughing together. Mm-hmm. You and I love to laugh together and joke with each other. We have some of the most funny jokes that are probably, <laughs> uh, people would be like, what? Why is We're the- totally Michael Scott and, and, and Holly. Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Go crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, we do that periodically when we realize we're just like weirdos joking in our own weird language. Um, but it's how we, it's, we're connecting in those times where meaningful conversations, yeah. meaning that we're actually talking through. And, and you don't have to have these heavy conversations, but they yeah. can be meaningful. And they don't have to be just like, oh, the weather's great. Yeah. Just Um, really checking in on each other's hearts and knowing each other. You know, part of that, we talked about a couple episodes back about um, transparency and living in the light. And if we are living in the light and we know each other, we know what's going on in each other's hearts, you know, connecting conversations are going to be pretty intuitive, I think, if at that point. So, yeah. And so we, we, early on in the podcast, and, and we might get, bring this back at some point, but we would do like a heart check, yeah. right? Highs and lows. The heart mm-hmm. check is what book is in your hand? What's the other one? What voice is in your ear? Mm-hmm. And what is God stirring in your heart? Yeah. And those are all aimed at connecting mm-hmm. and getting past the surface, right? And, and actually, and uh, your highs and lows, I mean, what, what did you love about this last week? And mm-hmm. what did you not love about this last week? Or yeah. what was kind of the low point? Or how did you, and how did you feel about something? Mm-hmm. Like we just talked to, to the Straubs about feelings and what that, how we need to be safe places for each other and be able to talk yeah. about how, how things made us feel during the week and not just, Oh good. They said good is not a feeling. So good is not, yeah. you have to That's be good. articulate with your, with your words. Mm. So everything up, like everything after this point is to that end. Mm-hmm. So if you even think about dating, dating is just an excuse to get to connect. Mm-hmm. And that's why we say do creative things, do fun things, do things that are out of your comfort zone. We're going to talk about, we have 10 like kind of unconventional creative dating ideas at the end of this episode. Um, all that, the reason you do stuff like that is so that you have new experiences and you build your connection, your mm-hmm. intimacy and your friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. And so anyway, that's the first one. Again, we're talking through three aspects of unforgettable dates after I do. Um, so the first, and that's the first one is intentional connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is creativity. Mm. So again, this doesn't, we're trying to, it, it doesn't, you don't have to have a ton of money to be creative, right? You got to maybe get on Pinterest or something. (laughs) I'm not always, I'm not always creative because at this point having young children, I'm just like, just give me the normal, like, can I just go to a dinner and eat slowly and quietly and and talk to you uninterrupted? Like those are big things to me. That's (laughs) okay. Don't feel like that's a time wasted. No, those are like, that's how we connect right now. But maybe you don't have kids and you want to do something a little more creative, you know, not just watch a TV show or watch a movie and get dinner. Um, but maybe try to find something that takes you a little bit out of your comfort zone. I will, I will say this, add to this is that we have kind of a unique situation because I'm home working from home every day and we, we work together writing and I feel like we're doing new things all the time Yeah. in terms of just challenging ourselves and how, like we have a new book that we're working on and it's like, it's really challenging (laughs) to write together Yeah. and we're always kind of doing new things. So maybe our like sense of, oh, this is just what I need right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's normal. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I bet other couples feel that way too. You yeah. just, you know, you're doing things that are challenging in your own jobs, right, in right. your own lives together. So I just want to, I guess, contextualize our kind of need a little bit. Right. So you gotta, you gotta do that for yourself. Find what works, but creativity is a huge part of that. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a lot of creative dates out there. I mean, you can go, depending on the season, you know, it's kind of like winter right now, but you can go to like the wine and paint kind of things. I love that because I love to paint. I'm not good at it. And I want somebody to tell me how That's to debatable. make something look good. I, I really awesome. enjoy like artistic things like that. Excuse me. I have an authentic Selena <laughs> Frederick painting <laughs> hanging in my kitchen right now. And I've yeah. had various museum curators yes. call yeah, me. Right. <laughs> I will not give it up for anything less than $20 million. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. But you know, I mean, it could be, it could be, you know, going, 
to going on a, a walk together, you know, without kids or something, you know, it could be going on a new trail, you know, planning something for the weekend and say, hey, we want to hit the mountain or we want to hit this new park or something and just getting out of the comfort zone of going on a walk or going on a run, depending on where you're at, you know, kind of physically and just, hmm. I, I think it's just kind of again, the creativity aspect is getting out of the comfort zone. You know, we can yeah. so easily just go get food and go watch a show or something. But if we're creative and saying, hey, let's try something. We've never done this before. Let's try it together. Or it's been a while since we've tried this. Mm. Um, you know, it can, it definitely costs us something. Um, but that usually means that, you know, we're bought into it more. So the the cost usually is the time and energy, I would say. It, it can be costly if you want to invest money that i'm not gonna say you shouldn't but you know i think if you're on a budget then we did one date last year and it's unforgettable that's what we're talking about yeah we i I went and bought tickets to go into the the shark um exhibit at the local aquarium Mm -hmm. (laughs) they let you get in this cage and you have a scuba i was not scared at all no no and the more they talk about the sharks i'm like i love these animals like i would totally 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 dwighting out i was and i would totally (laughs) jump into a cage and be out with like great white sharks maybe even get out of it but you can't do that if they have like you know blood everywhere by the way any listener who's curious selena i love sharks she's a shark fan (laughs) she loves birds of prey birds of prey (laughs) eagles and hawks we saw like four eagles going at it they were fighting yeah like bald eagles when they we were, were driving the from eagle. the mountain yeah we were driving down from it the was amazing and Selena was like what's going on up here <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're giddy but eagles so are amazing they're incredible animals and even owls like anything any big humongous birds i'm just like that do they're you, amazing do chickens have large talons <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so creativity is huge. and I'll, I'll, Take me birding. That would be fun. Not birding for birding. Is that a, verb? Is that a thing? Hawking? Yeah, birding is, is the when, falconer. when you go look for different species of birds. All right. Sounds awesome. Um, it's but, awesome if you know actually, the birds. It's actually leads me to my next thing I want to say is that <laughs> boring people are boring, right? So so much of this creativity, and that's a that's a cliche. It's an axiom so Press right into your weirdness, people. <laughs> Yeah, so like if you're bored, I think that's more it's not because you're doing something boring, it's because maybe you're not engaging in the activity well and the um and just just not to insult you but just to think through that. Next time you're bored, think through like how can I engage in this in a way that that is filled with awe yeah. and even a sense of contentment, right? Don't be so, critical, Kathy. Nobody likes that person. A- anybody in the group. can be critical. Yep. Anybody can be the peanut gallery. Yeah. Just right? engage and, and give yourself over and just be humble and let it go. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. And, you know, you may give to your spouse and say, hey, we'll go birding this time. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thing. I, okay. But I'm saying that doesn't sound like a ton of fun to me, but I'll give it It is to- if you know the species of birds. Dion and Greg right. do it a lot. That there is a blue-throated warbler. Nope. <laughs> And you you can see all different kinds of birds if you know like where they're at, what their habit, where their habitat is. So you travel and you go look at different birds. Yellow-breasted pigeon, <laughs> bop. <laughs> no You're idea. so funny. So, but so maybe we'll do that this time, and then next time uh, you'll come do something awesome. If I know something, that's the thing. I think that's the thing is that sometimes we want to do something, but we don't always know enough about it. And so then we do it, and we were like, man, I wish I knew so much more about it. So maybe start to like dive into some interest together and read books about it and then go do something that has to do with it. <laughs> what was it last year we did? Uh, we borrowed our friends. They have an inf- inflatable kayak. Mm-hmm. It's on my birthday. That's it was on okay. your birthday. <laughs> so it was kind of a big deal. <laughs> what did we do last year? <laughs> we, we threw it in the water 
and we literally like paddled around in circles. <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> figure it out very well. Well, it was inflatable, so it didn't the rud- there's no rudder to speak of. No real rudder, yeah. And so uh, we ended up we were like worked so hard to go <laughs> 20 yards. I'm not joking, yeah. 20 or 30 yards, and we were like, okay, where's that this lunch we packed? Good. Let's just let's just sit here and I eat need some water. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a beautiful day and you know we had a blast we although did. i probably won't forget it anytime soon yeah and it cost us nothing it cost it us did. nothing but a little bit of energy yeah borrow things from your friends people but yeah. take it back better than when you left it <laughs> and if you have a friend with a boat you're lucky because we don't have a friend with a boat i wish we did <laughs> you want to be that friend with the boat <laughs> yep i do i have dreams people i have dreams <laughs> so the let's just recap really quick so these are three uh, aspects of unforgettable dates after I do. So the first one was intentional connection, just making sure that we're getting rid of distractions and that we're really uh, making an effort to engage and connect with our spouse. The second one is creativity. Again, I would sp- I would find something that you guys l- like maybe enjoy or something that's I don't know, kind of been on the outskirts being like, we should just like dive into this a little bit more. Go to the library, get some books, start Hmm. watching some YouTube videos and then go out and do it. Like, I think that would just be such a creative, fun thing because you would be actually doing what you've been learning about. And that's just so uh, experiential and unforgettable. So speaking of YouTube videos, I've been watching a lot of YouTube (laughs) videos on making cheese. So maybe that could be our He likes to make, he wants to make cheese and butter and... No, I've made butter. Been there, done that. (laughs) All right. This he, is something he new. Wants, he's trying to figure out a <laughs> cheese cave in our little house. I'm like, there's no cheese caves. It's too wet well, around here. There's not a cheese cave as of now. The third, but there could be a cheese cave the third aspect of unforgettable dates after I do would be time and energy. So basically, distractions in life tend to take all our time, extra time and energy. Right. So it's important that we do have margin. To, when we have lots of podcasts, I feel like maybe not lots, maybe just one. We talk about episode. margin a lot. Yeah, yeah, we talk about margin a lot. So having that white space in your in your time, your energy, and your finances to be able to um, mm. be creative in in these areas of investing into your marriage. That's good. That's good. Yeah, margin is one of those things that is like you don't realize you're totally um, like out of it until right. it's completely gone. So you have to plan. You got to plan <laughs> to make sure. And you said this earlier, but expensive doesn't, doesn't mean money. It means you're investing other, you're investing, mm. you're spending, but yeah. not necessarily money. Yeah. You're spending time, you're spending energy yes. and without spending those things or without any margin, um, you don't have time to actually see these things take place. Right. 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 And so I, we have a, I, I mean, we have our Thursday dates. Yeah. Well, that's and, our rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been really good for us because it's not quite Friday. Fridays have become more like family nights um, because we do have kids and we want to kind of spend some extra time with them. But um, I think it's important for time, this whole aspect of time and energy to find a time for you guys to go on a date where you have like good energy levels, right? Sometimes Friday, oh, Saturdays, huge. it's like... I'm just tired. I just don't feel like going out. I don't feel like getting ready. And maybe you need to boot yourself and just, you know, get in gear to do that. But I think even like Mondays are kind of not the greatest sometimes and or Tuesdays. So it's like, why not go on a date that night? Why not hit a happy hour or something? Plus, and- you're not having to uh, to compete with all the, the bebop crowd. <laughs> <laughs> all the college kids the and, all the, and all the, the young street youths. <laughs> the street youths, yes. All the street youths are, are, are at home playing their video games. Yes. And- Posting their memes to social yes. media. So I think. Uh, so like, uh, what, what what were we doing the other day? Or we could go like, there's a lot of um, places that have like a happy hour 
that goes late into the evening, like on a Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And so you can, a lot of times you don't have to face the crowds. You don't have to fight Mm -hmm. um, for a seat, but you can also enjoy maybe some better deals if you're opportunistic in that way. Yeah. I I think it's, happy hours are great for couples with kids. I feel like if you can get kind of a babysitter or a friend to watch the kids for a bit and trade off, you know, happy Mm -hmm. hour for each couple or something once a week. You know, it's just kind of nice to get out to get some food and just talk and connect. And you still have the the energy, right, to mm. to connect. <laughs> yeah. it's, you hopefully had some rest. So I guess just being strategic about it, knowing your days, knowing your weeks and your rhythms, being able to say, hey, yeah, these days oh, I always feel better after this. So let's let's plan on maybe trying to do this. Yeah, I think a, this is another way to think about it is we oftentimes will budget for this kind of stuff with mm-hmm. our money. Mm. Right. We'll set aside whatever one million dollars yeah just a small budget two thousand dollars a month <laughs> just for dating i'm kidding you know we might set aside you know a lot of mcdonald's just right? kidding something for a nicer meal but we don't often budget with our time and our energy mm-hmm. right we budget and what i mean by that is like save some of your energy and some of your time for this purpose right and maybe and you can't like save up time right but you can set it aside (laughs) yes you can set it aside meaning that you can have it be spoken for on your calendar it Mm -hmm. can be non-negotiable it's really easy to schedule over your dates Mm -hmm. don't let that happen yeah budget for it Um, set those boundaries and i love what you said yeah sacred i love what you said about not just um like doing it in time when when your energy levels are going to be higher right well, and you who, can engage more who else do we really need to be investing in and giving our most precious time and energy to right that's really good enough said that's really good not so, dwight Schrute. <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> the office yeah okay so what's our couple's challenge for this week i you know i really want to encourage couples to check out these resources and this not this post this blog uh, this podcast excuse me was not <laughs> just for this purpose but we have these books it's called the 31 day pursuit challenge and it's 31 days. They're daily challenges for loving your spouse. Well, mm-hmm. there's a husband version and a wife version and they're written by Selena and myself, obviously. <laughs> but the whole purpose of those is to help you pursue each other intentionally in light of how Christ has pursued you and have, and it gives you a tangible way to do that mm-hmm. through, I think there's at one point the the guys are a challenge to um, extravagant, ex- extravagantly encourage their wife mm-hmm. through text or writing a note um, and then maybe finding ways to be more authentically e- empathetic is another. These are real tongue twisters here. <laughs> <laughs> that was your side. I didn't write that um, one. <laughs> and then you learn a lot of theology too, like the original rec- reckless pursuit. That's day five. You talk about Jesus and mm-hmm. how he, or you talk about how the man who buried his treasure mm. in the field, or, so he could even you know, bought the field and what that means to actually like give up everything for something that mm. you love, right? Mm. And meaning that that being your wife in this case or your yeah. husband. And so anyway, we, I just want to encourage you as your challenge for this week is check those out. If and I think it's like $22 for the set. And that's that's not the point. The point is, is that I think it'll help you grow yeah, in this area. And it gives you some opportunities to. Yeah. 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 So it's 31daypursuit.com. If, if don't that, feel bad if you don't get it done in 31 days. We forgot yes. to put some rest days in there. As we have gone through it, we were like, wow, maybe we should have had a rest day. It's, but it's a yeah. really great book. It's a really, in, um, I feel like it it steps through some some hoops. It gives you prompts for bigger dates coming down the line. Um, and it has it helps, it helps you set you, aside that time and energy for later. Yes, yeah. and it helps yeah. you write out a pursuit plan for like daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly kind of rhythms. I'll just um, read. I, I think I want to read mine for you, okay. just, just so people can get an idea of what it is. So you sign this little. It's like a contract with yourself, um, and it, it ends with today marks the beginning of the rest of my life pursuing my wife. I understand that I am called to love her as Christ loved the church, and that doing so is my privilege as her husband. 
I cannot do it alone, but it won't happen without my effort. By God's grace, I will love I will love my wife well until the day I die, not a moment less. And so you write down a daily kind of pursuit plan, a weekly pursuit plan, monthly and yearly. Mm. So my daily one for you is to show you or to give you gener- generous words of affirmation because I know that's something that you really love and to serve you in a unique way each day. Mm. But you I know, like that service. <laughs> Doing an unexpected, I, I halfway emptied the dishwasher today. So. <laughs> I was, I looked at that today. I was like, that was for you. That was just for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I finished, but I was like, did we use that many dishes? Yeah. <laughs> you can happened? thank me later. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's part of my job as your husband. <laughs> I think I got distracted by one of the girls. <laughs> you were off at the gym. Oh, I was like, God. I'm going to serve my wife. And then I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do that, people. Don't do that. The weekly plan is to do at least one date per week. And sometimes... <laughs> Uh, that's what we're talking about. But we do our Thursday afternoon dates. That's yeah. kind of our best yeah. thing. That's when we can, we're, we're both on our game. We talk, we eat, we laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to make time for uh, for a little bit of bow chicka wow wow in there. Sometimes, yeah. That's mostly for Selena's benefit. <laughs> mostly for you, let's okay. be honest. I don't want to be, we try to make time for that. <laughs> I don't want people <laughs> thinking that. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, we're kidding. So um, the the monthly one is we do something new and novel. This one's harder to keep because months happen fast. <laughs> but well, they have over the last few months. <laughs> yeah, so that, that could look like getting you a fun like little gift or doing something that maybe we wouldn't have planned normally. We don't go to mm-hmm. a lot of movies, so maybe we go to a movie. Yeah, you know, and make the time for that. And I, as her husband, will go to the effort of finding yeah. a. My parents to watch the kids, or right? Asking, just kind of planning that out. So the couples conversation challenge is to it's to check out the thirty-one day pursuit challenge. <laughs> okay, and if you can't, it, honestly, if it, if if it's not in the cars to buy new books or read the books together, then just talk about how you can intentionally mm-hmm. love each other, just daily and weekly. Yeah, yeah, and and how you can. Um, build momentum toward these unforgettable date experiences mm-hmm. and what the, what maybe talk through what one unforgettable date that you've had in the past was and mm-hmm. how you can do that again. And if you guys don't understand, like if you, if you're not clear on how to like love each other, I think, and how, what, how your spouse receives and perceives love, you know, we have the five love languages. You can go, um, directly to the site and take the test for free. And it really has helped us understand, uh, how to meaningfully connect. Is that mm. the right word? Yeah. Meaningfully connect with each other, uh, through like acts of service go so far with me. It used to be, yes, I still enjoy words of affirmation, but in the season we're in acts of service goes so much further with me. And so yeah. Yeah. that helps me to connect more, to have more margin, to be able to give. Um, yeah. So we do have a question, uh, from one of our listeners, uh, they wanted to remain anonymous. Uh, she says, I'm a 22-year-old who is intentionally da- intentionally dating my boyfriend. We have boundaries set and have stuck to them so far, dot, 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 mostly. The problem is that we're both very high on the love language scale with physical touch. We snuggle all the time and get really close, and more recently it's led to some boundaries uh, sliding and slipping, and we've broken some. It started minor. Now there was a recent larger break of the boundaries, and while nothing went too far, it got very close. We are meeting with a couple to be held accountable, but I was hoping to hear from you guys about how to process emotionally and how to move on while honoring God. I feel terrible because things got so far, and I never thought I would do anything like that, and it took an emotional toll. I've talked to my boyfriend about it, and we're pretty clear, so I'm not worried about communication. I just don't know entirely how to process broken boundaries and feeling like a different person. Hmm. So. I can say we've been there. We were there. For sure. For sure. When we were dating, it was. Yep. It's. 
and I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, this, that, frankly, this struggle is one of the main reasons that I proposed to you when I was 19 years old. That's right. not normal for people. Right. We got married when I, when, I, when we were 20, 20, 21. 21, but I was just like, you know what? I, I would rather be poor and married, right? Cause that's the whole reason you, you don't get married. Usually at that age is you're like, I can't support a family. And I was like, you know what? The adventure is going to be there. Yeah. We're going to do it together. God is good, but I know that I can't live in sin. Yeah. And, and constantly fighting this because I'm weak in that area. So we ended up getting engaged at 19 and then uh, married. Are we 19? You were 20. Okay. I was, I was to be fair, I was about a week and a half away from turning 19, okay. turning 20. Okay. I was like, It wow. was in December, December 19th. We got engaged and my birthday's on New Year's Day. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, we got engaged and we got married nine months later because of this struggle. Mm-hmm. So that's my first question to you is if you're dating and you said you're intentionally dating... Um, then why, marriage is obviously yeah, on the table, it sounds like. Yeah, if marriage is on the table, then I just want to encourage you that, you know what, it's to de- demystify it. You don't have to have it all together. You're never really going to be ready. Money is God's, like, it's pavement in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> like, God will provide for you yes. in every sense. And if if marriage is where you're headed, I would just ask you the simple question of what, what are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. Now you want to be wise and all that and get counsel, but I'm just, that's in general what I would ask. Right. And one thing that I think is awesome they are doing is that they are meeting with another couple to be held accountable. Yes. Yes. And And that's huge to be able to have that community because I don't think you and I had that at that point. Yeah. Very little of it. Yeah. And again, I don't want to say, Hey, that's our answer. Go get married. Our answer is that Think about that, but here's some practical stuff. And right. Selena's saying you're doing the right thing right. and meeting Getting, with a couple. Right. And the emotional toll that, you know, it takes, um, you know, you, you're, you've, I'm assuming you guys are kind of some deep feelers, right? You, you, if you're having this emotional, uh, when things physically, you know, progress, then that t- obviously there's an emotional tie there. And I would, I would say, you know, that, <laughs> You know, you feel like a different person. You've experienced, you know, I guess what it's called is sin right now. You've experienced some sin. Um, and it's, it's difficult to admit that, I think, but it's not out of God's hands and it's not out of his, his realm of forgiveness yes. and realm of redemption. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking of a lot of things right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but what you're saying is basically don't, don't wallow in that. I think repent from the sin mm-hmm. and return from it yep. and um, get accountability like you have done. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely stay in community. Don't date on an island. Mm-hmm. Scott, Our friend Scott Kadersha wrote an incredible book and he quoted this phrase, don't submarine, <laughs> submarining mm-hmm. when a couple starts dating and they kind of go under underwater right. and they start kind of, nobody knows where they're at and they, they're there, <laughs> but they're like under the, it's weird. <laughs> and Scott does a really good job of describing what that means, but he's got a book out and I recommend you check it out. Um, if, if you're looking for a resource, it's called ready or not. And that's spelled K N O T like as in tie the knot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think it, it, it's four couples headed into marriage or in the first few years of their marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and Scott's a trusted friend an amazing uh, guy and, has mm-hmm. been talking to married couples for, for over a decade, I think. Um, so I have this phrase too, finally, with, as far as being physical, um, it's, it might sound like a weird phrase, but it's don't park in the liquor store parking lot if you're an alcoholic. Right. Right. right? So if you know that you guys struggle with this, you're both feelers in, in this. <laughs> you're both like, that's, it came out wrong. You're both uh, physical touch people. And you talk oh, about right. when you, t- <laughs> just, there's no way to say it. All right. When you talk about love languages, physical touch is a love language. You yes. both are high on that end, end of it. Um, 
don't put yourself in those situations. That's a lot easier said than done. And so what you have to do is be overly cautious and those boundaries have to be yeah. set super far back or super far in so that you don't cross them. Right. The, the margin and that boundary has to be huge because, you know, you've got to have lots of people asking you hard questions. Yeah. You, if like, if you have a hard time being in the same car together and parking, like in, in a, a dark a, parking lot, <laughs> in a liquor store parking lot. Um, no, but you, you kind of have to be super cautious. Right. I mean, like don't be alone in your apartment, all and, that kind of stuff. And remembering why you have these boundaries that someday, you know, if this is the person that you're going to marry, these boundaries are meant to keep love <laughs> Asleep until it's time for it to be right, we're awoken, about, you know, yeah, don't awaken song it. of Psalms. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, there's a time for all of this to happen and to kind of it's good. have it happen before. What is it? What do you call it? Like a pre, I can't think of the word, but, um, Pre-game. yeah, <laughs> diving in before it's, it's awoken will only kind of chip away. Premature. Is Premature. That, yeah. It it, it'll only chip away. I think of, of the experience, um, to be had within your marriage, but I'm not, you know, we both made mistakes and by God's grace, like Ryan and I are, were together, we're only each other's like sexual partners. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, and, and so really rewarding. It, it has been. And so I guess just, I would want to continue to encourage you. The reason why you have those boundaries is so that you can experience love at that deeper level mm-hmm. and, and that connection. But try not to awaken it before it's ready to be let awake. Let sleep, people. Let, let sleep. that sleeping dog lie uh, until until you're ready to let it off the leash. <laughs> so, oh, my. Oh, my goodness. There's so much innuendo. So hopefully right. that's helpful. Uh, so back, like we mentioned early on, we do have some unique uh, creative date ideas. Yeah, you want to do 10. So you do five and I'll do five. All right. And these are, by the way, these are in the back of our 31 Day Pursuit Challenge books. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I don't know. One of them that I liked. Got to be married. These are married date people. Well, no, not all of them. Not all of them, but yeah. If you're not married, those, don't you, you know... dare go stargazing. <laughs> no, <laughs> you said catch a movie at a drive-in and kiss more than usual. That's a dating one. That's a married dating one. Because well, you can know we... where kissing leads to. It leads to babies. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, this one's my one of my favorites, and it does cost a little bit, but not a lot. Probably under twenty bucks, and you go to a trampoline park. Oh yeah, those you... are fun. Those places are incredible. And if it's, it's just like you a and warehouse full of trampolines everywhere, they're becoming more popular. So yes. you shouldn't have a hard time. If you live near a major city, there's probably one near yes. you. They have like foam pits and you can do flips and everything into them. Yep. Go when there's not a lot of kids. So you're not like bashing little kids around. Yeah, go like midday during the school year <laughs> and you'll have, a, you'll have a blast. Oh, man. And just don't be ashamed that you're maybe older than the kids. <laughs> just have fun. <laughs> That's what that's by the way. Is that your first one? Yeah, that's my first one. Okay. Do you want to go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. Um, we did this on my, on my birthday, but rent kayaks, uh, and go paddling or go, um, stand up paddleboarding. I, I really enjoy the stand up paddleboards, uh, just cause you can kind of go around a lot of places here. These are your Hawaiian roots. <laughs> yes, it is actually. But, um, <laughs> yeah, get in the water. That's, that's always a fun thing to do. Go kayaking, mm. uh, just get out together and. You know, I try to like take one picture if we're together and we're doing something. I'll take like one or two unless it's a really pretty day, but it's kind of more for our memories. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take a picture and like get your phone out, fine. But otherwise, just be together and enjoy the time. This one's one of my favorites too. It costs nothing. Is have a bonfire on the beach and make s'mores. Okay, you got to buy s'mores stuff. All right, we're talking like under 10 bucks. But if you have any bodies of water near you, or even if you don't, you can still have a bonfire. Yeah. 
and just be safe, sit people. around. Yeah, be safe. Make sure you're not starting any forest fires, all mm. right? We're in the Northwest. <laughs> people who start forest fires are the worst. <laughs> but um, yeah, and just, just sit around, talk, let the night grow old, and then uh, mm-hmm. go home. Did you, you, this is your Michael Scott show, and I think you wrote this, try an improv class. <laughs> no, that's, that's a nightmare to me, right? That's a nightmare. Try somebody else. New. Somebody would love that, not me. <laughs> Just the fact that you're in such denial makes me want to sign up. <laughs> no, I feel like you wrote this one. Attend a local poetry reading. Just, just one of the snappy ones. Just slam poetry. <laughs> Depends um, on which poet they're reading, you know. If it's an old classic, this one's simple. Did you did you go, or you were just making fun of me? So thanks for that. No, that was my one. Try an improv class. Okay, uh, this one it's definitely uh, not your personality. This one's simple, but it's go to a restaurant you you normally never visit. How do I find a restaurant that I've never visited before, Ryan? Well, there's this amazing. It's a website. It's called um, it's Google. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called Google. <laughs> Anyway, if you go there... I didn't know if you had any cool resources you can to almost, share with me. You can type in right, anything into done. this website, and it'll it'll answer the question for oh you. Oh, my gosh. Local restaurants. Order. This is probably... I feel like this would be fun for us when we had more time to order takeout and play a game or, like, do a puzzle together. So do something not watching, like, engage in something. So order... Usually, like, on nice nights, we'll order takeout and go take it somewhere to eat and have a good view and be outside with the kids. But if we can... You know, if you can get away from the kids and it's a nice night, Mm -hmm. get food, take it outside somewhere, get that fresh air. I don't think we get enough of it here. All right. I'm going to do an expensive one. Is this five? I don't know. I'm going to do expensive one. Okay. But uh, take scuba lessons together. And that's not terribly expensive. It is an investment. I think it's a couple hundred bucks. Gotta know how to swim. You gotta know how to swim. You gotta be comfortable in the water. Yeah. But that's like a couple weekends is what that would take up. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. And it is. frankly, scuba is, it's like flying. I love it. I've been scuba diving. Well, not actively, but I've been certified since I was like 12. And it's a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. and if you're near water, um, that would obviously apply. If you're not near water, it's going to be harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one we wrote and we thought this sounds like a terrible idea, but I actually <laughs> think it does sound kind of fun what? in a warm rain. <laughs> Go for a jog in the rain. Um, okay. And I only say that because it rains a lot around here. So if you're waiting for nice weather to jog, you just don't always get it. So there's something. And I used to, we used to run in, well, I used to run in the desert when it rained because I was like, yes, rain. And it was warm when we used to live in Southern California um, in the desert. <laughs> so rain was an anomaly. But even here, there's something about like coming inside after a run in oh, the yeah. rain. Your shoes are wet. You're all wet. And you're just got this like runner's high. And it's just, it's fun to be outdoors, breathing hard and getting rained on i don't know there's something adventurous about it all right i think okay, i'm on pick board. one more uh let's see oh this one's this one's interesting go to a local landmark and uh what uh, have dinner nearby so reason yeah. i reason i say that is like we live in the seattle area we're south of seattle and we haven't been to the space needle which is like the seattle they did, thing they redid it too they redid it and it and we haven't been there in Probably 20 years. You took me on a date there. It was like one of our first dates. Yeah. When we, we held were hand and your dad, we held hands in the back seat and your dad looked at me and then looked at our hands and was like, so Super weird about awkward. it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that was awkward. That was so weird. <laughs> we were just getting frisky back there. Just holding hands. I think you grabbed my hand. Well, the... you know, I like to lead the relationship. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you had a landmark nearby that maybe you take for granted, go check that sucker out and have dinner nearby. Yeah. And enjoy your town. I agree. Um, this sounds fun to me. I'll say this is probably the last one. 
But you can probably try to find different tours, but go on a dessert tasting tour. Ooh. Go like to at least three places. I love dessert. I could I could eat dessert all oh, the time. Yeah, I get so full and they're so like, amazing. Would you like a dessert menu? And I'm bursting and I'm like, Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so one of you could plan it this weekend and then yeah. maybe don't do it every weekend. This is a good way to get do diabetes. It all in one night. <laughs> all in <laughs> one night. <laughs> so there's there's a couple of fun ones here and just to kind of get you guys thinking and being creative. So there's 50. So yeah, that comes from our 31 day pursuit challenge books. There's 50 in the 50 creative date ideas in the back on top of the other stuff. In there. Yeah. Just trying to get us off the screens, getting us yeah. unplugged and getting us connecting to each other and not necessarily with everybody else in the world. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that, that was a fun episode and I hope it was helpful for you, our fair listeners. Um, Dating is important. Connecting is important. Mm, and marriage, you don't, yeah. anything that's of importance and of worth is going to cost something. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you energy. And in some cases, it might cost you a little bit of money, but it's always worth it always in terms of investing it. in your marriage. Yes. And so we hope you're encouraged by this. <clears throat> we hope that you um, take that encouragement and put it into action and in how mm-hmm. you love and pursue your spouse. Um, cause I think your marriage will be stronger for it mm-hmm. and you'll be on mission. I think more, uh, in more unity. So, Let's pray, and then we'll call it a day. All right? Nice. Lord, I thank you for this time um, just discussing what it means to uh, pursue each other um, by your grace and for your glory. Lord, I pray that you would help us to prioritize our marriages in a way um, that glorifies you and strengthens our bond so that we might glorify you even more and serve you even more wholeheartedly and serve in our communities more holistically. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you for the couples listening to this, to the husband, for, for the husband and for the wife listening to this, that I pray that they would be encouraged and they would be emboldened in how they love their spouse mm-hmm. and that you would equip them with your word and equip them with confidence and give them the creativity to pursue each other in ways that, that you would be, just be delighted in, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. All right, All ladies right. and gents, this episode is... In the can. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Leave that rating if you feel compelled. Check us out on patreon.com slash fierce marriage. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, we will see you in about seven days. And until then, stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.